What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon. And your girl, Liz. And this is the Ain't That Something Podcast. A, a tripod, tripod production. production. So shoot, Liz. All right. My next question. So my next question is, describe the feelings you get when you like a girl. Because there's the, like, obviously in, like, for girls, there's the typical, like, oh, we get butterflies and blah. But, like, guys don't really, like, I haven't really heard from a guy's perspective how they feel when they like a girl. Like, do you guys get like butterflies too? Do you guys get nervous or anything? I don't know if there's a difference. We're gonna take it from my opinion. I don't know how to speak from other guys, but uh, so I am always thinking, like you know, like I'm always thinking about different things. Um, my mind's never like not wandering; it's constantly going. So when I like somebody, that means everything that's going on upstairs just shuts off. And they're, they're, they are my ultimate focus for everything. And that's how I know that I really, really like somebody. Or not even just like them in a romantic way, but like I really, truly care about them. When I'm nobody else, like it could be a thousand people around us. And all these different things going, up, going on at one time. But to me, I'm just in a one place with them in that moment. Nothing else is going on up in, up in my head. And it's... That's how I know what's up. And I think it's, that ha- that happens to me more than I'd like to admit, but I just, that's how I know I'm either in love or if I'm really, really falling for you. I can attest to that for me too. I mean, okay, so it's like terrible, but I mean, not as drastic as you were saying but like back in high school whenever i would have crushes it would be a good and bad thing because it would be a good thing because again like kind of like you'd be all i thought about and it'd be a great motivator for me to go to school like i was actually excited to go to school because i'd get to see them obviously so but obviously i wouldn't be focusing on schoolwork or anything but yeah, having those feelings did help my attendance in high school. Um, I think I I know I really like somebody when it doesn't have to be a relationship like romantically either. Just any like a I would say the same thing for like you or for like our friend Ashley, our mutual friend Ashley. Different thing. Uh, when I start opening up to you, and I know that sounds very cliche, but like I have had a a. A difficult past we like we, you you're aware of it i you know a lot of things i've shared this stuff with you but if i start opening up to you in the way i do that means i really really trust you and that's uh yeah so once i start opening up to you once i uh once i start thinking about just you in that room with me and nobody else that's how i know like wow this is going to be a great relationship or wow i'm really falling for this person does that make sense I'm not saying yeah. I'm falling for you or our friends. It's I, I, our relationship as friends. You know this. And like going off of that too, like I, like one of the greatest things I appreciate in a relationship and like you platonic or romantic is when they start opening up to me. Like that's when I know too, I can trust them because they trust me. And it just, because I feel like, 
when they start opening up to you, I truly know them as a person and then I can gauge them really well on their intentions and how they feel. And obviously I know that they trust me by opening up um, on very personal issues and like the, and I know myself to the point where if people do end up getting on that level where they open up to me that much, like I know whether or not our relationship lasts in the future or not, I would never use any of that information against them or for malice. And I think I've told you this before too, but just that feeling, knowing that they trust me enough with this information like it's a it's a great feeling <laughs> like on, on the platonic level how many times have we had conversations and it's just like you would think that it's weird but it's like no how many times have we said okay we're on that level so it's just like it's it seems normal you know that's what yeah like i mean i just realized that about myself recently that like most of like i like the way to get me to have a friendship i get like i really like deep conversations because it gets me to know a person really well and then also like most people who can handle having these conversations are very in tune with themselves which or very self-aware because I know I am too which I like and it's like it's like conversations that get you thinking and even though it's most of the times leads me to having like an existential crisis it's fun topics to think about <laughs> all right so all right, i got a question for you so for guys a lot we we know when we're hurting right but we tend to keep it to ourselves um as which is evident like as of late but um do you know when you're hurting and when you are hurting are you going to keep it in or are you going to tell somebody i am very sim. For me, I am very similar to a guy in this sense. I So like I just said, I'm very self-aware and I am very emotional. Um, I won't, I'm very in tune with my emotions, but I can't control them well. I think that's the best way to describe them. So yes, I know when I'm hurting and I usually know why I'm hurting. And but I just can't, like, I don't, I can't stop it, which sucks. But me... Like, I think in past episodes I've mentioned, I repress my feelings. <laughs> so, because I, I don't like talking about my deep, especially, like, negative feelings that I have with other people because I feel like a burden. Because, obviously, when you talk about these things, it brings the mood down, and that's the last thing I want. Yep. I don't want to come to someone and just ruin their day. So, I usually just keep my emotions to myself until they bottle up and explode which is not good but we're working on it i think it's important to say that liz and i are both working on ourselves uh we've had a lot of conversations the past week or so and we are making the most of it right we're trying we are functioning out here yes uh all right what do you got for me all right my next question is do you like it when a girl makes the first move and what would you want a girl to do exactly in that situation uh what kind of first move are we talking about <laughs> just like i don't like okay we'll start with the first question do you like it when a girl makes the first move what kind of first move are we talking about like they're interested in you or like to ask you out on a date no in uh, chess uh, <laughs> like <laughs> so, uh, you, yeah in chess yeah uh so i 
I feel like if I, I get scared when I do have to make the first move uh, because I don't want people to think I'm a creep because there's so many of us out these days and not I say us like I'm a creep. I, there's so many creeps out there these days that you can't tell who's good from the bad. Um, so if a, if, a, if a woman wants to make a first move on me, absolutely. And you don't even have to you don't have to do it by buying me a drink. You don't have to do anything like that. All I need you to do is come up to me and just talk to me about anything, literally anything. And as soon as you do that, but like look me right in the eyes because that's how you could truly connect with somebody. Dare him down, lady. <laughs> Don't blink. Yeah, that's not what I mean. Uh, you know what I mean. Uh, but you have to make that connection. And I think some of the best uh, relationships I've ever had have started over music. So come up to me, talk to me, be like, hey, bro, what do you think of that new Mac Miller uh, mixtape that just dropped R.I.P.? And then we can just go from there, you know? Um, don't come up to be to me and be like, "Hey, bro, your hands are massive, bro. What you uh, what you trying to do?" Like nothing. I'm not. I'm just trying to drink my uh, Shirley Temple. Now. You should respond like, "I'm trying to hold your hand." <laughs> like, you want to know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to hold your hand, girl. What's good? Such a good pickle uh, one. <laughs> what's your second question? What was the second question? Well, you kind of already answered it. It was like. If you do like when a girl makes the first move, what would you like them to do in that situation? Just show confidence. Don't don't rely on me because uh, I'm not confident at all, right? I want you to use that. <laughs> I want you to use that fucking powerful feminine energy to reel me in, you know. Uh, and I think a lot of women have most all women have feminine energy. Use that to the use that to your advantage. If I had it, I'd be using it. I wish I had some masculine energy, but I don't have any kind of energy. So like, probably have energy to wake up in the morning. <laughs> Dude. Did that answer your question? Does that make sense? Yes, that makes okay. sense. What you got for me? What do I have for you? Okay. If you could change one thing about men, what would it be, and why? God, this is a good question. I don't know, cause men all men are different but in general like it's not this isn't specifically about men but it's more of the culture just like sexualizing women yeah that's uh i agree 100 percent. we sexualize women entirely too much um and that's with things like because pornography has become a mainstream thing uh things like only fans are uh is a big thing but you know in the regards to the whole only fans part they're making that paycheck it's a hustle. Respect it. Um, so rant over. Like rant if over. you like, I mean, obviously it's gonna take a while to change objectification of women. So like at this, this sounds so shitty to say, but if you can make money for it, you might as well go for it. If you got it, use it. Exactly. It's a, it is what it is. But I I couldn't agree more. I think women are entirely too oversexualized. Just like I think there are men that are too entirely oversexualized too. Uh. It's a give and take. So, like, if men don't want to be over-sexualized, if you as a man don't want to be over overly sexualized, then you shouldn't be doing that to women. And it just, like, I mean, not to demean it for men, too, but, like, there's an, an added layer for women and their safety, yeah. obviously, <laughs> that comes with sexualization because there's a power dynamic to it already. So men sexualizing women they feel like they have the power to act upon it too and that happens and then a woman's safety is at risk which 
can go lead to other problems. <laughs> uh, I just want to clarify really quick that if any women or men out there feel like that they have been put in a position of being felt less upon or just being having to feel like you somebody's used their power against you don't be afraid to speak out against that shit because like it's a real it's a real issue and nobody's going to blame you for speaking out about it if anything they're going to call you brave because it's 2020 nobody no man or woman should be using their power to make you feel less than agreed Sorry, my next question kind of has to do with that too more or less on um gender stereotypes or gender norms but what are some pressures you feel of being a man you're gonna pull up the heartstrings right now uh it's okay because it's been a rough time so we're gonna get it out there i think one of the biggest pressures is having to pretend that everything's okay when you're not um we're gonna be transparent right now uh liz i texted you the other day that i was going through it right uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in a really, I'm not in the best place right now for, uh, and it's important that the viewers and the listeners know that because I want them to know that, yes, I'm trying my absolute hardest every day to make it work. But I feel like as a man, uh, my mental health kind of gets put on the back burner because I am supposed to be this figure of masculine energy and that I'm supposed to not have any feelings. Men don't cry. Men aren't supposed to be sad. Men are supposed to push through it. I was a soldier for four years and that was instilled in my brain. And that's why I feel like it's so hard for me to come to terms with these feelings that I'm currently feeling, you know? So like I reached out to a lot of people and I think that's just, it's for men, letting you all know right now, I'm not okay and that's okay. And you don't have to be okay either. Because we're all in this together, we all feel the same way, and we're all gonna get it through together, bro. I, I'm telling you, bro, the beat goes on, all right? Stay strong, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really appreciate you saying that, cause I, like, that's like the one thing that I feel so bad for guys is how you basically, feel like you can't have emotions or express feelings because and like I said before that's why I appreciate it so much it's because a lot of my friendships are with guys and I have another question about that but that's why I appreciate it so much when they especially guys are able to open up to me because it makes them makes me know that they're human and that they have these feelings too. They're aware they're going through it just like me. But, and, and I know how hard, well, I could only imagine how hard it is when they aren't expected to open up. So if they feel enough trust for me to open up and I could be their source of like, like to repent repent i don't know if that's the right word to like release all this energy out because i know how how detrimental it is to keep it in it just makes me feel really good that i can be that kind of person guys i just want to put a message out there it is not emasculine to show your feelings if anything it's the opposite it gives you especially with those norms it gives you so much strength to be able to express them 
to if you can control them or just to be aware of them and it just sucks that most of the mental strains of not being able to express them come from these like it's kind of ironic isn't it like you saying like your past in the military makes you feel like you can't express emotions but and because of those experiences they caused all the mental anguish and everything so it's like kind of hypocritical or contradictory but yeah you are no less of a man whatever that bullshit means if you express your emotions guys like you are human you can feel you're allowed to feel feelings are great um crying is great as well uh don't be afraid men i cry on the side most importantly i just want to put it out there don't be afraid to be who you are don't hold that shit in. Just let it out. What was your follow-up question, Liz? I apologize. Yeah, so my follow-up question, well, like, my related question was, do you prefer, uh, do you like being friends with females and why? And what's the difference between being friends with females versus your guy friends? I think, you know, most of my friends are uh, are females. You know this. Uh, this perks of being in the comm program. I think I have two male friends that are... That aren't in the military, you know. Uh, I consider that a diff- I consider them family, so we're not going to call them friends. But I have my roommate and like two other guys, and those are like my like guy friends. However, ninety seven percent of my friends are all women, and I I love that because I can talk to them about things that I can't talk about with my guy friends. You know, I can talk to them about hey, like this girl. She got me in the feelings. She got me feeling some type of way and I just don't know what to do. Or I can come to them when I'm feeling hurt or when I'm feeling upset. And they I I know that they're going to be there to listen. And it's not I don't have to like man it up, you know? To be like did I I texted you the other day, "Liz, I'm hurting." And we talked about it, right? We had a very serious conversation about it. And I just feel like that's something I can't do with my guy friend. And that's why I enjoy having more female friends. My significant others don't like that, but you guys were here first, so whatever. I respect that. Yeah, it's interesting because I prefer my guy friends over girlfriends for kind of different reasons. Like, I mean, a lot of my guy friends I've asked that question to, and they said it for, like, the same things you said. Like, they like being friends with girls because they actually listen and they can, like, be more emotional and like get a good grasp on like how girls think but i like being friends with guys because i feel like my sense of humor and like interaction like i feel like i'm kind of a little manly in the sense of how i behave so it feels more it feels more natural and so i also i think i talked about this with you before too but i saw this instagram post was just like imagine being having girlfriends and not talking about boys And I completely agree with that because I found in past friendships and like current friendships with girls, literally all you talk about is either boys or like gossiping or like being like, it's like talking about other people. And like sometimes like, I don't like, I don't like talking about that. It just seems fake to me. And I just like, guys are just so much more chill and not like overthinking like every situation or like girls would be like girls are like catty which can get I, uh, yeah i think uh in all honesty i value my friendship and my relationship you with you more than i have 
with like any guy friend I've ever had. Yeah, I just feel like I'm such a bro in a friendship, so it just like works out better with guys. What do I text you sometimes? I like when you say something, I call you bro, right? It's just like a yeah, it's just a thing now. Like I don't know, like you're you're a bro, you're a homie, and I hope I'm the same way for you. Like you know, like of course uh, I wouldn't be doing this podcast with you if you weren't. All right, but uh, so we are running very very much over time well really quick uh because liz this is going to come out towards the end of the season uh so i think we should right now do a a really quick thank you to maddie for all the crazy editing that she does for us yes all the quacks because me and brendan are we swear so (laughs) so thank you maddie for making us sound very coherent smooth and blocking out our no-no words and listening through our nonsense and editing it we appreciate you so much and everyone else should thank maddie for creating these lovely podcasts for you guys obviously liz this isn't the end of our recording we still have more recording that we have to do uh for season two because we don't stop that's just how it is uh, but uh, by the time that this episode comes out, the general election probably went on. Uh, I want to let you know that no matter however it went, your vote mattered and your vote meant a lot. So however it turned out, whatever will be, will be. And in a general sense, you matter. So you and right, your guys. vote matter. Mental health, if anything that we got out of this season, is really important. So and we'll keep preaching that because we are living through it, especially during COVID, guys. Hey, that is a wrap, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll see you all again next week. And remember, you don't need to cover your ears when you wear a mask to listen.